everybody. Welcome to the Cycle Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's great to be here with you today. I'm Melissa, your host. I am actually recording from the airport because I had to get this in in March and it's been a crazy month with March being Endometriosis Awareness Month and just work and travel and everything. But today we are going to talk about, I, ha- I had an interview lined up, but as you all know, um, ladies get sick and they don't feel well. So we don't have an interview this month, but I do think that I have something else that'll be pretty impactful and hopefully helpful to you. I'm going to give you the rundown on what pack, what to bring with you to the hospital, and how to actually prepare pre and post surgery. I hope you enjoy it. I hope it's helpful. I actually have a written checklist that I'm going to get up on my website soon. Um, I need to make my website more endometriosis focused. It is not uh, the way that I want it to be right now. But if you really like this checklist, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. It's endo underscore lady, and I will send it to you. Thank you again so much for listening. Um, I do feel like this March awareness month for endometriosis was was very big I think that the awareness is getting out there and I do think that this is really about to get bigger and and we're going to be able to find help for us ladies in need thank you again for listening how to prep and pack for surgery personal items every patient is different and therefore every patient finds comfort through their own means I recommend creating a list of groceries and objects that will provide you with the comfort and eliminate stress as you prepare for surgery. I also advise a post-surgery shopping list. You're not going to be able to go out right after surgery, so you're going to want to have all the amenities that you love already at home or hotel room if you're traveling for surgery. I came up with a list of these things, and I'm hoping that these will help you. Prep this before surgery. Do everything before surgery. And if you're traveling for surgery, do not overpack your bag. You're only gonna be wearing PJs and comfy clothes. Definitely recommend if you're traveling to bring skirts, dresses, nothing with a large waistband. And if you're traveling for a local surgery, same advice goes to you. Do not show up in your jeans. You are not going to wanna wear them on the way home. Wear comfy, large-waisted, banded pants without a tie is my recommendation. So here's some things that I would just get ready before and after surgery. Make sure you have your heating pad or your cold pack. Make sure you have pads and panty liners. You may bleed after the surgery. Definitely have lots of fluids. So stock up on the things that you love the most. Gatorade, ginger ale, ginger tea. I would bring this, a couple of these things to the hospital with you too. Also, maybe some light snacks. I brought crackers because I'm gluten-free and they don't have gluten-free crackers at the hospital. So I just packed a little baggie of those in case you experience a little bit of nausea or you just want something, your creature comforts. Light foods that you'll want to have supplied in the house, soup, jello, broth. You're not going to want a pizza when you get home from the hospital. I can guarantee you that. You're going to want something light. You'll probably feel a little hungry, but easy to digest foods. Remember, your abdomen is healing and it's going through a lot of repair work. So you don't want to have a hamburger and fries, unfortunately. And I guarantee you're not going to feel like you want it. Again, stock up on your comfortable, loose-fitting clothes, sweatpants, sports bras, all of the things that you would wear as pajamas. You want to be comfortable and you don't want anything hitting around your belly button. And if you do, it's very loose and light. And then make sure you bring your your lower undergarments. You know, you're going to want full underwear with a bigger waistband. I actually bought a size up in all of my underwear for this, or for all of my surgeries. I 
still have a stockpile of them that, that I also use on my period too. But just so they're comfortable, you don't want anything digging in. Make sure all your sheets and your blankets and everything's clean. You might even want to bring a little blanket to the hospital with you. I know it sounds like a lot of stuff, but just pack a tote bag. Bring things to distract you. You might have to wait for surgery when you first get there. So bring a book, bring movies, your phone, headphones, magazines, anything so you're not sitting around watching the clock to go into surgery. Or if you're waiting to leave the hospital that you're checking your watch every two seconds because you want to get out of there. Bring those distraction, distraction, just can't talk you guys, distraction tools. Prepare and freeze meals in advance. I can't stress this enough. You're not gonna be up wanting to get around, especially if you have a family and children to take care of. Prepare a bunch of food, freeze it. I'm sure friends and family will bring you food too. Another advice, set up a meal train. If you go to mealtrain.com, when your friends and family ask what they can do to help, they can sign up for a day to bring you dinner and you can even instruct them to just leave it on the porch if you don't wanna see people. It's worked really well for a lot of ladies I know. Bring your phone or a tape recorder to record the conversation after the surgery. Have your loved one that's there with you record everything the doctor says. And then when they come to follow up with you before you leave the hospital, record that conversation too. You're going to be out of it. You're not going to remember everything. And you're going to want to hear those things later on when you're a little bit more alert. I have all of my recordings and it's been very helpful to have them. And I still go back and listen to them oftentimes now. I can't stress this one enough either. You need a little pillow for the car ride. You do not want that seatbelt touching your belly. So if you can find a little pillow at Target, you know, almost like a tiny throw pillow that can just go over your belly. When you sneeze and cough, you're gonna want your little pillow. I carry my little pillow around for the first two weeks after surgery, everywhere I went, every car ride I went to, follow up appointment, anywhere. Very, very helpful to have. Make sure your house is clean. You don't wanna worry about anything when you get home. Prep your house and have a comfy space to recover. An easy path to the restroom. You're not gonna wanna go upstairs. So all the sheets are washed, all the towels are washed, the bathroom's clean, everything is set so you can just lay around for a week or two. Bring a sound machine or anything that you need to help to sleep if you're traveling for surgery. It's gonna be hard to sleep. Also, I suggest bringing earplugs to the hospital. If you're a light sleeper like I am, you're gonna want earplugs because you might have a roommate that unfortunately is a little bit loud. It's normal to feel anxious before surgery, especially if you're thinking about having your first surgery. So reach out to other endo sisters, reach out to communities on Facebook or Instagram, ask for help, ask for advice. This has been crucial in my recovery and talking with other people. Now you may have a bowel prep. Every surgery is different and every doctor is different. So you may have a bowel prep, let your doctor tell you about that, but you wanna make sure you have a lot of clear liquids. My other suggestion is grab some Gas-X at the grocery store and Colace before your surgery. Gas-X will just help if you have excess gas. Colace is a stool softener. You may need that with narcotics and not eating enough before and after surgery. You may be constipated. So those are some tips and tricks. You want to definitely stay hydrated. Make sure you just have all your favorite things that you can drink that make you happy but keep you hydrated as well. The day of surgery, take a thorough shower. You're not going to be up for this for a few days. Don't wear makeup. 
wear your glasses if you wear contacts. You're not going to want to wear your contacts. You could bring them, but you're not going to want them. Slip on shoes. Don't bring your hardest, don't bring your heels for sure, but don't bring your hardest to tie, you know, high top shoes because after surgery, you're just going to want to slip your feet right into something. Don't bring any valuables, just your ID and insurance card. You don't need your wedding ring. You don't need earrings. You don't need a a necklace. You're not going to care about any of that. One of the other things that I like to bring too is like a headscarf or a head wrap or a headband because my hair is going to be out of control. Something else that you may think is weird, I go get my hair blown out straight. I have super curly hair, but that way I just know I'm not going to have to wash it for four or five days because I'm going to need that time to recover. An eye mask or a sleep mask is something else. And then don't forget your cell phone and your cell phone charger. Give that to your loved one when you go into surgery, but people are gonna wanna reach out. Also setting up just a phone tree, a phone tree of communication so 20 people aren't texting you, asking you how you're doing. Have that one person, your one friend, who's the most organized, maybe project manager, be in charge of texting everyone to give you updates or start a Facebook group. Both of those things will help reduce the communication because you're not going to feel up for ta- talking or texting, at least for the few, first few couple days. A stuffed animal. Some people find comfort in that. My husband, who's amazing, buys me a different stuffed animal for every surgery. It's kind of a thing we have now, so we know, you know, pig with surgery five, etc. After surgery, it's going to be hard to bathe, like I said. Just make sure you have your heating pad. Make sure you are relaxing. And be emotionally prepared. Your body has gone through a big trauma. It's going to be hard. You're not going to be able to do all of the things that you normally do. It's okay. Take that time to read. Catch up with friends and family on TV. Binge watch some Netflix. It's, it, it'll, it'll definitely be hard emotionally after two or three weeks when you really want to go back out there and do things, you're going to get tired fast and you're going to start to feel better. And then you're going to think I can go to target, no problem. And then you're going to go and you're going to go down one aisle and you're going to say, I need to go home. So really keep in mind how you feel and listen to your body. That is my biggest advice is listening to your body, taking the time that you need to recover and knowing that this surgery is really going to help you feel better. Thank you so much for listening. I know this was a little bit fast, but I think it's it's helpful. I loved having my checklist. There were things that I definitely forgot to think of, like a tape recorder and a little pillow. Those are impactful things that you will really be grateful that you have after your surgery. If you have any other questions, please feel to reach out anytime. Thank you so much again for listening and I'm wishing you the best of luck if you're having surgery or if you're recovering for surgery, I'm thinking of you. And just know you have to be your own advocate and keep fighting, you're a warrior. Thank you everyone so much for listening. I'm so grateful that you're here. I hope that this message is getting out to people and it's actually helping you. I really appreciate it. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can reach out to me at melissa at booconsulting.com. Again, it's melissa, M-E-L-I-S-S-A at B-O-U consulting.com or find me on Instagram, endo underscore lady. I'd love to chat with you if you need help, you have questions. I feel like it's part of my mission to help other people with this disease and I'd like to be here for you. Thank you again for listening. I hope you have a great day. Thank you.